Welcome back to Hey, I'm Jack Frankfurt. It's a Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is to know the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, best club in Germany, best club in Europe, best club in the world for that matter. But we're a little bit biased. I'm your host, Brian Sanders, doing a whole special uh, individual recording session uh, previewing Eintracht versus Dusseldorf. Uh, ways that you can get in contact with the show that is uh, heyuntrickfrankford at gmail.com follow us on Facebook that is facebook.com slash pod where all the latest English language news covering the iTrack can be found as well as new episode drops as well and you can also follow us on Twitter that is the Twitter feed is at pod. so to help me preview uh, the Eintracht versus uh, Fortuna Dusseldorf, uh, the first uh, on February the 1st. Uh, for our uh, United States uh, listeners, that uh, match will be a part of the Fox Soccer match pass experience. So you'll have to, if you have a uh, link or if you are able to get yourself a uh, uh, IPN address that puts you in Germany, then hey, you know, you're able to uh, get the streaming services from there. But uh, I tracked versus Dusseldorf uh, is getting uh, only put on the match pass because uh, they have uh, F- Fox Soccer Plus and uh, FS2 have got uh, other games on there. So, that being said, uh, here to help us preview uh, Eintracht versus Fortuna Dusseldorf is the man who runs the uh, Fortuna uh, UK uh, Twitter feed covering all things uh, Fortuna Dusseldorf in the English language is Chris Wilkin. Hey, Chris. Uh, good to oh. have you back after, uh, <laughs> after it's been a rather interesting year for Fortuna Dusseldorf. It certainly has been. It certainly has been. Thanks for having me back on. No problem at all. Um, so a lot of stuff has actually happened to Ferdinand Dusseldorf literally within the last week. You guys have had a couple matches in the Bundesliga as we have returned from the winter pausa. Uh, you guys were on a real rough patch uh, entering the winter break before you got a win on the final match uh, match day, uh, the Hinrunda, starting off the Rookrunda with a loss to Bremen and a loss to Bayer Leverkusen. You guys have uh, made a change at the top. Uh, the old Frankfurt coach, Friedhelm Funkel, has left uh, the club. Uh, it looks like your sporting director has gotten his way, and uh, you guys already have a new coach in the former East German uh, international, Uwe Rosler. Uh, tell us a little bit about some of the stuff that's been going on with Dusseldorf. Well, yeah, you're right. It has been living up to our reputation as the crisis club again. Um, after a miraculous end, second half of the season last year, where, where Funkel guided us to, to safety, relatively mid-table finishing in 10th. Um, we've had a, a very poor start to the, uh, the second season in the Bundesliga. We've um, slipped to the the foot of the table after, like you said, a, a terrible run, which is briefly interrupted with the, the win over Union Berlin. But um, like you said, Fannensteel has got his way. He's got rid of Funkel, I think the third attempt to, um, to to get him out of the coaching job and, and, and put in Uwe Roster with, uh, with relative speed. Um, I think the, the problems this season have, have spelled from not being able to replace our Joint top scorers from last year, Benito Rahman and 
Dolly Luka Bakayoko. Obviously, Luka Bakayoko went back to Watford and then a, on a 20 million euro transfer to Hertha Berlin. And Benito Rahman went to, to Schalke for six, seven million euros. But they brought in a couple of wingers in Bernard Tekpeti and Nana Ampamoa, who have just not been able to live up to the um, live up to the the names that they, of their predecessors, really. And that we just haven't scored enough goals. The defence has been unsettled with a number of different combinations in the back line. And we need to improve in the second half of the season to have a chance of staying up. One of the a lot of uh, Americans uh, have been really following you guys, mostly down to the fact that um, you still have Alfredo Morales, the American and the midfielder uh, who joined you guys. Uh, let's see, before last season, but more uh, in point, uh, that American keeper Zach Steffen, the man who is seen as the kind of heir to the goalkeeping throne that the, is kind of wearing the number one shirt for the U.S. How has he performed uh, for you guys? Because it definitely has uh, been something that a lot of people have been watching. When he made his, when they announced that uh, he would be re- uh, going to Manchester City uh, on the large fee from the MLS, and then immediately was loaned out to you guys, a lot of questions were made of it. It looked like he's had been doing well to start the season but um what what have how have you rated his performances because he has your uh number one from last season still is on the books yeah he's actually been absolutely fantastic um when it when it was announced i think it was seen as a little bit of a, of a coup that we could bring in a, a player from manchester city um but then in, we also signed another goalkeeper, uh, Florian Kastenmeier. Um, so we we have five senior goalkeepers on our books. It was kind of like a feeling of who who is actually going to play, who who is leaving. But Stefan started the season and he, he, he really made that number one jersey his own. Um, there have been a couple of small mistakes that have led to, to goals uh, conceded, but nothing too drastic. And... Um, he certainly held the, the coach's confidence. It'll be interesting to see at the beginning of of, of Rosler's reign if, if he, he retains his place when he comes back from injury or if he um, or if he goes for the experience of, of rensing uh, again. But uh, but being a really good transfer, I think there's talk of the loan being extended if, if we stay up as well. And he's obviously not ready to, um, to overtake the, the Manchester City goalkeepers. Uh, that's completely understandable. Uh, some of the moves that you guys you guys have made a few moves uh, this winter, um, uh, bringing in, uh, let's see, uh, making Dawid uh, Konaki uh, kind of a, a, a permanent signing. You had uh, uh, Skarimsky, I think is how you pronounce the name, uh, from Schalke. He had a long career. He had a pretty successful career with Union, and you also that has kind of joined your guys' ranks, and you've also signed uh, on loan from Lazio, uh, Berisha. Um, is the mood in the Dusseldorf camp, especially with all the moves that have been going on, uh, is the mood that uh, these are moves that are going to help uh, the team, or are they more kind of uh, just making up the ranks? Is it more of because uh, Luca Bacchio was definitely a fantastic player for you guys, and the, you just didn't have the kind of cash uh, the cash to be able to 
make them move a permanent one to the level that Watford was uh, wanting, as you know, uh, one another Bundesliga club did fork over the dough for that. Is it real? I mean, you talked about the defense being leaky. There hasn't, there have been goals, but it's been uh, what from your vice captain. Hennings, who, whilst he has, you know, developed a decent name for himself, I mean, he is still a 32-year-old kind of journeyman who's been all over the place playing, uh, going through the Hamburg rings, uh, playing St. Pauli, then playing Karlsruhe, Brunley before uh, joining you guys. Is it the goals? Is it the defense that needs the real shakeup for you guys? Uh, what, what is needed to kind of set things to right? I think it's both, really. I think we've um, I think we've only scored eighteen goals, so we've, we've relied on Henning's a heck of a lot. Um, but bear in mind, he is third top scorer in the league, so he's his he has rules to the challenge of that. Um, but like I said before, the the defensive line hasn't really been settled. Um, we lost as well Marcin Kaminsky back to Stuttgart after his his loan ended and brought. Being Kazim Adams from Hoffenheim, obviously a player that Fanestil knew well from his time there. Um, he had some some good games, but then I think picked up a couple of niggly injuries and and then suffered a bit of a loss of form. So it's been um, a, the two centre backs have been Kanayan, who is probably our best player, um, and Andre Hoffman, who is very capable, not fantastic, uh, and Robin Bournemouth, who is. Um, He's definitely not a Bundesliga level player, um, so it, it it's been that, and I think we've also missed our defensive cover. In Adam Bonsek is is getting a little bit old for the league. He he's a bit off the pace. We've missed Kevin Sturger, who who suffered a, a cruciate injury at the end of last season, and then um, we brought in Lewis Baker to be his replacement when that just failed completely. He was sent packing back to Chelsea um, in the winter break because he, he didn't adapt and didn't play to, uh, to Funko's instructions at all. So it's a really, really difficult um, second season syndrome. Um, really, really difficult. So I think that the, the incoming player, the players that have come in uh, will, will help Scribsty has acquitted himself really well so far, um, providing a bit more um, backup on the wing because we also lost Kenan Karaman for a number of weeks with, uh, of all things, pneumonia. And um, Berisha should provide us with some some cover at the um, in the defensive midfield position to um, take the, um, the pressure off Bonsek in being the kind of all the player that he is we can then use him as a um as a kind of a late a later introduction substitute player to um to hopefully shore up games rather than relying on him as a a, a member of the starting 11. it does seem that you guys have had quite a lot of changeover um with yeah, the kind has, of but, but. how much of the squad would you then say? Uh, I mean, as you guys are in a rather precarious position after the most recent uh, match day, you guys do find yourselves via goal difference at the foot of the Bundesliga table. But you know, three points separate you from uh, the relegation zone to safety. 
Um, with where you guys are currently at, and you guys have got quite a, quite a hectic uh, rest of the season, especially uh, with what is uh, still left to play. Um, how optimistic are you feeling? Because uh, after after your match uh, with the Eintracht, uh, the, the season the season doesn't really get necessarily uh, too much easier from here. As you still have uh, Gladbach, you still have Wolfsburg, you still have quite a few other teams uh, still left uh, to face off against. In addition to Mainz, your Paderborns, and uh, uh, Cologne still left to go. You know, only mentioning two of your local rivals that are still left to go, and that's all before uh, the March international break. It's going to be kind of quite testing time uh, for Dusseldorf. Is is the squad in a position to be able to fight for fight for relegation survival and pull through, or is this going uh, in the short term, or is this going to be down to the very final match day? I'd like to think that we will um, will benefit from the English football saying of new manager bounce. Um, with with Rosler coming in, like I said, he hasn't got he has got a very hard first two opening Bundesliga games, but we've got a, a cup game against Kaiserslautern midweek next week as well, which will it gives him the time to work with the players in a competitive environment. Hopefully, that will um, enable him to you know maybe. Get through to the, the next round of the Pokal, get maybe scrape a point or two, and then get him to really quickly figure out his, his best 11 the way that he wants to play be it three at the back, four at the back, five at the back, and um, and push on when we get into that run of um, quote winnable games, unquote, before the um, there's that run of five games there where we play Hertha, Mainz, Paderborn, Cologne, and um. Somebody else who can't quite put my memory to, um, which will hopefully uh, put us a bit further up the table. Indeed. Um, so, one kind of final question before we get into our predictions: um, If you had to uh, kind of pick out where Dusseldorf, with the kind of current uh, position that you guys are in. Uh, where do you think that you guys will end up the season? Because uh, as the as the table stands, uh, there's a five point gap between uh, 18th and 14th. The difference between Paderborn and Dusseldorf title on 15 points and Cologne on 20 points, and then an extra two points before you get into 13th place. So the gap uh, starting to widen just a tiny bit. Um, with the teams that are in and around you guys, uh, your Paderborns, your Vetterbremens, your Mainz, your Colognes, and I would say to a lesser extent, uh, Union, Augsburg on 23, and Hertha on 22. Or do you think that uh, with what is left for Dusseldorf, uh, where do you think that you guys will finish? I'm really hoping we'll, we'll get scraped that 15th place. Um the, the optimist in, in me says that I think um, with the manager change, it, it gives. Hopefully, I know there's a lot of the fans that didn't want to see Funkel go, but it, it will hopefully give a bit of impetus to the squad to to really reset. You know, there's there's 15 games left. There's a, there's more than enough time, and it's tight enough at the bottom there that we can get ourselves out of the mess. And I, I think we will end up staying up. The other teams around us, Paderborn, 
Mainz Verde are all struggling as well. So we're not cut off at the bottom there. Um, it's definitely still in our own hands to, um, to stay up. Indeed. And it doesn't happen to hurt the fact that you have uh, those three matches still left to play uh, in the season. It, it's a little bit of a shame that, you know, the Vettelbremen match, which turned out to kind of more be a, a strange one the way that it ended. It's a shame that, you know, you didn't have, for your relegation fight, you, you, you don't have the four staring at you. Uh, so that you'd be able to ha- have a go at everyone around you. But mm-hmm. that being said, let's look at how uh, Eintracht and Dusseldorf will shape out. What are your inter- what are your predictions uh, for Saturday uh, for Eintracht versus Dusseldorf? I think it will be probably a very similar game to the, the Leverkusen game where, where we played really, really well. But once that first game, first goal went in, the heads kind of dropped. Hopefully, not to the same um, extent as as the game we previewed last year, which we we got thumped seven one. Um, <laughs> but I, but I, I I don't see a win. Um, a draw would be fantastic. Um, but I I think my my prediction is probably a, a narrow one or two nil loss. Uh, I'm thinking that uh, the Eintracht is going to pull this out as well. You kind of stole my sandwich there with that scoreline. I think that the Eintracht <laughs> will be able to pull it off uh, 2-0. You talked about kind of a busy fixture time. Uh, the Eintracht is right there with you as uh, Eintracht will be taking care of. Take, for all of our Eintracht listeners, uh, next up after Eintracht versus Dusseldorf is, of course, our round of 16 match against Leipzig on the 4th of February, followed by Augsburg on the 7th. And then, of course, we return back to Europe uh, as on the 20th and 27th of February, we will be playing in Europe. Oh, yeah. In the meantime, we will have faced off uh, against Borussia Dortmund and Union Berlin before playing Werder Bremen. And then we'll see if we're still in the Pokal and then be adding on additional matches for Europe. So only possible 13 matches to play for the Eintracht uh, between now and the March international break. And oof, that's going to be a long stretch for us Eagles fans. So, uh... I'd like to thank our guest, Chris, uh, for joining us on the podcast. Chris, where can uh, we find more about um, everything that is for Tuna Dusseldorf for those of us who want to keep tabs on the other clubs in the Bundesliga? You can follow us on on, on Twitter, which is at UK Fortuna, and the same for our Facebook page at facebook.com slash UK Fortuna. And on Instagram, we are Instagram slash UK Fortuna underscore um, so on those three main channels. Alrighty, and you can follow us, uh, us of course, at HEFPod on Twitter, facebook.com slash HEFPod, and of course you can always email the show, that is uh, HeyEintrachtFrankfurt at gmail.com. I have been your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. And for all of us here at Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, choose. Hey, I'm a fine for a la 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 la.